Now, I had never heard him talk about ayahuasca before, but that mm-hmm. day, that post was put up and it tied in with something else I had already heard about ayahuasca. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was just some psychedelic drug. I did drugs in my younger years. I don't need that these days. I really need some help. But then Wayne Dyer in this short clip was telling me, listen, this is not a drug. It's a powerful medicine that can really help people heal on an emotional level. And that's when everything really clicked for me. And at that point, I just knew I I was just online researching everything I could about it, 24 hours a day. And then the main message that was coming back every time was that this is the most powerful medicine on the planet for healing emotional issues. Welcome to Unleash Thyself, the podcast that dives deep into the transformative power of natural healing and personal evolution. I'm Constantine Moroon, and today we're thrilled to have Mark McLean with us, a figure who embodies the spirit of resilience and healing on a profound level. Mark's journey is not just about overcoming personal health battles with IBS and other gut issues, but it's also a testament to the power of self-discovery, natural healing, and the pursuit of true wellness beyond conventional medicine. As a health and wellness journalist, Based in Scotland, Mark's career has been dedicated to uncovering truths and sharing insights. However, it was his own health crisis that propelled him down an alternative path seeking answers. Faced with a daunting diagnosis and unsatisfactory solutions from the medical establishment, Mark embarked on a decade-long journey of deep emotional work, exploring everything from colonics to and cleanses to the profound healing potential of psychedelics, including ayahuasca. His explorations were not in vain, as they led him to not only reverse his gut health conditions, but also free himself from medication since 2018. Mark is not only a survivor, but a messenger, using his journalistic skills to unravel the complexities of gut health and share the healing possibilities that lie beyond the surface. Author of More Than a Gut Feeling and The Healing Power of Ayahuasca, Mark offers a unique perspective on tackling digestive diseases naturally, emphasizing the importance of addressing emotional blockages and trauma as a root cause of physical and mental health issues. In today's episode, Mark will share the critical moments of his journey from the intense connection between emotional well-being and gut health to his transformative experiences with plant medicine, specifically ayahuasca. We'll delve into how these experiences reshaped his life, relationships, and approach to health. Mark will also touch on the key insights from his books and how he integrates these profound lessons into his daily life. Remember to subscribe, like, and share your thoughts in the comments as your engagement helps us bring these empowering conversations and stories to light. Let's welcome Mark McLean to the show and begin our exploration into the depths of gut health and beyond. Welcome to Unleash Thyself, Mark McLean to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here and I cannot wait to have a beautiful conversation with you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Been tuning into your podcast lately and you're putting out really good content out there. Well, thank you so much for your kind words, Mark. So when you reached out to me to be on the show, I was really intrigued by your story. And there's a couple of parts in it that I would like our audience to know more about. But let's start with what brings you here today. 
what has been, would you say, one big transformation in your life that presents us Mark that we see in front of us today? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I know that um, a big part of your your show is is about people embracing all of who they are, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and it's almost like a path of self-discovery. And now, what my journey has taught me over the past few years is I initially dealt with a, a health crisis going back in my late 20s, and that was the catalyst for a huge uh, inward journey, which I did not expect was going to happen. I came across this serious digest, this, a serious digestive disorder, and I thought it was I thought it was just a physical issue. But as I decided to go down this alternative health path, opened up so many other doors and led to me realizing that there's actually a lot more wrong with you at the moment than just your stomach. There's so many other deeper layers that we needed to to figure out, which again opened up this whole new, um, I suppose it, it was a whole more expansive journey where you begin to to realize that, you know what, I'm not actually living a life that's aligned with who I really am. Yes, There's, there's so much going on at a deeper level and everything that's coming up health-wise and all of these other things that are going wrong are really just signs pointing me in another direction. You're going and you're going down the wrong path here. Here are some warning signs that you need to get back to who you really are and, and figure out what is really going on. Yeah, wow, Mark. Amazing stuff. So let me ask you this. Of course, you said you were younger when this happened. You probably, like most people, from what I know, you went down the traditional medicine path and that wasn't working for you. Let's talk a bit about that first and your struggles in that regard and what prompted you to go to this alternative healing option and like you said, discovering yourself so you can realize the wrongs or the wrong turns you're taking and rectify them. Sure, sure. So it was October 2010. I went to the doctor for what was supposed to be a standard 15-minute appointment where I was hoping to get some medication for this dodgy digestive system. I had been having volcanic-like diarrhea for like two or three weeks not very nice. I was hoping to get maybe like antibiotics or tablets to deal with that. But that appointment was basically life-changing because I went in there that day as a young, healthy 28-year-old guy and the doctor said to me, you've got IBS. You'll have to take these tablets, come back again in a month and we'll give you more tablets. So my initial response was like, well, why? Why do I need to get more? Surely this should just deal with the problem how long will I have to take these for? And he said, for the rest of your life. And that that was that just made no sense to me because like I said, I was 28 years old. I was a fitness fanatic. I was at the gym four or five days a week. I ate a, what I thought was a relatively healthy diet. I hardly drank alcohol. I didn't smoke. It was, it was just nuts. It made no sense. So basically in that moment, I just decided if he's not got the answers, then I'm going to go and find the answers myself. I intuitively knew that nutrition was would lead me to, down the right path. If I explored more about nutrition, it made sense that what you put in your body is going to have an impact on your health. He was giving me nothing about diet, nothing about nutrition. I thought I need to find the answers myself because I'm not going to take medication for the next 40, 50 years. It just did not make sense. So That was the beginning of a long, long journey, which was initially to deal with these physical issues, but I didn't realize that there was quite a lot more uh, underneath. Yeah. Okay. Love that. So you said it's been a a long journey. What do you think made it 
such a long journey? Was it the fact that you had to find out all by yourself what worked and what didn't, where to look for the information? I think what made it such a long journey was that I never got all the answers at once. It was almost a case of getting tiny pieces of the puzzle as I went down the road. Um, when you deal with any health crisis or even another crisis in your life in terms of hating your job, having a bereavement, um, going through a divorce, these, in my opinion, are huge opportunities for growth. These are where you can really make huge strides forward in your life. And for me, as I went down that alternative health path, I was just faced with more with more hurdles. There was another crisis, another crisis, but it was in different areas of my life. And I'll rewind just a little bit, Constantine, just to say that up until that point where I experienced my gut health issues, I thought life was rosy. I had a really good job as a journalist. I was a, a, a deputy editor of my local newspaper. I was doing well, moving up the career ladder, had a nice house, nice car, great friends, had a brilliant social life. We loved going to music festivals, going to dance music festivals all over Europe. <clears throat> it, it was great fun. I had a great life. But one particular area of my life which where I had no success was in relationships and romantic relationships I kept failing and for me at that point it was always a case of wrong girl wrong time and I just thought I'll eventually meet the right person and things will go right in that area of my life but I didn't really realize then that actually the issue was with me there was emotional baggage that I was carrying in my life up until that point that I was completely unaware of. And at that mm -hmm. point as well, I didn't realize I had no self-awareness. I had zero emotional intelligence and I didn't know about this emotional trauma that I had been carrying from childhood as well. And until I was able to uncover all of that and let that go, I was never going to have success in any relationship. So yeah. let me ask you this. I know that you mentioned the emotional aspect of it, right? And there's a bit of spirituality that comes into that later that we'll chat about. But when you started your journey to try to heal your physical self, yeah, what was it that you realized that the emotional piece actually plays such a huge part of your transformation or potential transformation? Yeah, that's a really good question. So like I said, I decided to go down this path myself to find the answer. So it wasn't in terms of my physical health issues, I was trying all sorts of diets. I was trying alternative health therapies, spending a fortune on supplements. But one other thing I also did was I was reading a lot of books. And a good mentor of mine was quite into spiritual books, Eckhart Tolle, all of these kind of people. And I started delving into some of them. So it was Eckhart Tolle. What a big one for me was, was Wayne Dyer. Uh, started reading these books and began to realize there's a lot more here to dig into way beyond. Up until that point, life was life was just black and white. It was mental and, uh, uh, and physical. I didn't realize the huge importance of your, your emotional self and also the spiritual element as well. And I'm diving deep into those books, like I mentioned earlier, I was getting some pieces of the puzzle, but one day I was listening to a podcast and you and I Hey, it's Constantine here. And I want to take a brief moment to truly thank you for being a part of this incredible journey of transformation. You are the reason we are creating this content. I see you and I appreciate you. Your support truly means the world to me. I want to ask you for a small favor. I'd love for you to join our mission by hitting like, 
subscribe, or leaving a thoughtful comment or review. Your engagement helps others discover these insights, and together we can continue to unlock the power of authenticity and personal transformation. And if you want to reach out directly to me, send me an email at constantine at unleashedthyself.com. I value any and all feedback. Thank you for being a part of this movement. Now, back to the episode. I know you can get some really awesome pieces of information on a podcast. I was listening to one one day with an interview with a guy talking about how if you're not getting success in any area of your life and one and this part of your life seems to keep repeating, and in my case it did with the relationships always falling apart, he said, you've got an emotional blockage that you need to uncover. And for me, that it really I was I was listening in the car and it really caught my attention. And in that interview, he says there are two amazing books that can really help you uncover what that is. So those two books were Loving What Is by Byron Katie and also The Presence Process by Michael Brown, which is a very practical book which help, which shows you on it, it gives you like this 10-week course that helps you develop your self-awareness. It's crazy how it does it, but it is so powerful. So I followed that book, but also the, the Loving What Is book by Byron Katie. I remember one day I was reading that book and she says, speaking in relation to the, the emotional blockages in your life, she says, if you've got an emotional blockage, one of the first things you need to do is bring to mind your relationship with both of your parents. And that was something I had never really done in my life. I was brought up by a single parent. My mum brought us up, my mum and dad split up when I was three years old, and I didn't really pay much attention to the, the impact that that would maybe have in my life. My dad wasn't there most of the time, I, I was that's all I was used to, so I didn't think much about it, but I remember that particular day when I read that chapter in the book, I then drove home from work that day, and I thought, I'm going to try that practice right now, I'm going to bring to mind each of my parents. So I began with my mum. And it was fine. My mum had always been there my whole life. She was the closest person I'd ever been to in my life. No feelings, no awkward reactions. Everything was just nice thoughts. And then I did the same with my dad. And I don't know what happened to me, but that moment in the car, I had this overwhelming rush of emotions from my stomach. It was like this tidal wave of emotions that just came out. And man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it now. But I had, I just burst into tears that, that had obviously just been there for so long. And I, the, the car journey home was 30 minutes and I cried nonstop for that entire car journey, like uncontrollable. And then when I stopped the car, I was like, wow, something unbelievable just happened there. And I was like, this is it. This is the emotional blockage. It's in relation to my relationship with my dad who hadn't been there. But it's all well and good identifying that and realizing that there there is emotional trauma and there's an emotional blockages within you. The next question then is, how do I deal with that? How do I address all of that emotional trauma that's that's under there? And I didn't actually get the answer for another two or three years, and that's when I came across across the plant medicine ayahuasca. Yeah, wow, wow, what a powerful story, Mark. And before we jump into the ayahuasca piece. I want to echo a couple of things you said there. And first of all, thank you for being vulnerable and authentic and sharing that emotional experience. And I agree with you. Like I was very much like you in the sense that I put so much effort into my mental game 
not as much on the physical. There were times when I put much in my physical, but many times I didn't because I thought if my mental game is strong enough, then nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. And then the emotional side came up and the spiritual side came up. And I, that's when I realized that all of it is so connected. And if you ignore some of them, sooner or later, you will pay the price, right? And that price yeah. can be very high for some people and lower for others, but eventually it all catches up to all of us, right? So I really like how you weave that in and how you've yourself experienced it. And in my case, for example, the weight stuff keeps coming back up over and over because I've always been someone that's been active, but struggled with weight most of my adult life. And it wasn't until I met someone earlier this year, actually, um, that specializes in hypnotherapy and fun enough plant medicine. And we got talking about the emotional side of things. And that's when it all clicked for me because mm-hmm. he had, you know, of course it has to do with what you eat, but what you eat doesn't really get decided all by here, by, by your mind, right? It's everything else that goes on in your life. Yes. So as we're unpacking and unpacking on the emotional side and the same trauma from when I was like two years old, three years old, four years old, right? Like relationships with people that you don't even remember. That's when the powerful transformations happen. And it sounds like very similar to you, right? You uncovered, at least in that scenario, right? In that car journey, one piece of you that was still hurt that you had to heal. Yeah. And much like your journey, mine also included some plant medicine and ayahuasca specifically. And there was transformation, at least opening my mind up and becoming aware of what the possibilities are and how the world works. And it sounds like that was the first step for you as well, becoming aware that, wait a second, (laughs) these aspects of me that were hidden have such a massive role on my journey. So as you're getting ready to do the plant medicine, we'll talk in a second about how you even stumbled upon it. But let me ask you this, as you began the journey to try to uncover what was missing, both for your health and for your relationships, were you getting better at all? Or was it still pretty much status quo in terms of your IBS and the medications you had to take? Yeah, that's a great question as well, Constantine, because the IBS began in 2010. A couple of years down the line, I came across an alternative health practitioner here in Scotland who helped me get my health back on track big time by addressing nutritional deficiencies that she uncovered in my body and she gave me this proper nutritional protocol to help and and really powerful supplements which was great it really got my health back on track to the point where I was maybe about 80% I could go on with my life things were okay but I wasn't quite there so it was quite up and down tying in with what you just said there one thing that I did notice on my journey In terms of the whole emotional aspect, whenever I went through a tough time in my life, in terms of an emotional breakup, in terms of being in a job which I hated because I then moved on to another job and I hated it to the point where I was under a lot of emotional stress. Now, all of these experiences, when they happened, my gut issues intensified which then was obviously another piece of the puzzle. It was a clue letting me know that, wait a minute, these gut issues aren't just physical. When you've got this underlying emotional stuff going on, this is when everything's getting worse. So unless you do uncover and address the emotional issues, there's always going to be those physical issues popping up. They're almost like warning signs that, hey, hold on a minute, there's something else going on within here. So reverting back to that 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 story again as well as with my dad, the relationship with my dad, as I delve deeper into the the spiritual books and the the presence process and all of these different practices to raise my self awareness, I actually had a an experience where I went back to that moment when my dad left 
I had flashbacks and I could see him going on the train and leaving the door shutting and he left. And then that's when everything started to make sense in relation to my relationships with other people. It was me being abandoned by him as that child then led to me as an adult when things got emotional in relationships, when things got either really good and I began to get really strong feelings for the girl, that's when things became heightened within me because I was worried that either she would leave just like my dad would or or things would become that uh, that intense that I would need more love from the relationship. I wasn't getting enough, so I would then finish the relationship and go and chase someone else. So it was a it would end badly in either way, but now I could see how that tied back to the childhood trauma and that inner child that was needing the, the wound to be healed. Powerful, powerful stuff. And once you understood that, is this the time when you found or stumbled upon plant medicine? How did yeah. you get to that journey? Because I'm assuming it played a part in you healing this, this yeah. wounded child. Yeah, so so intellectually, mentally, I, it all made sense. I knew, I knew what was... The, the the trigger the, the emotional issues were the cause of the the relationships not going well as an adult so I, I knew that I got that but it wasn't until 2017 where there was another crisis in my life <laughs> it's a wee bit of a theme here isn't it there was another crisis happened where all at the one time another relationship fell apart even though I knew what was behind it all the relationship fell apart and at the same time there was a lot of stuff going on within my family my family mm-hmm. life. And again, I was still in a job that I really didn't, I really didn't like. So at that point, I essentially had this complete meltdown. If I'm being honest, I had a meltdown on all levels. It was the lowest point in my life at that point. And long story short, without getting into all the details, I was just getting a lot of signs from the universe that was pointing me towards this plant medicine ayahuasca. And I'll tell you one of the signs. What I did when I was I was back at home living with my mum, feeling sorry for myself, reading the spiritual books, trying to do whatever I could to try and feel a bit better about myself. And I logged on to Instagram one day and I went on to the page of Wayne Dyer, the spiritual teacher. And up until that point, I had been reading his books for years. I'd been mm-hmm. following him for years. He's a great man. He's, he's been a blessing to humanity, to be honest. When I was on his page that very day, there was a post on his page where he's talking about ayahuasca. Now, I had never heard him talk about ayahuasca before, but that day, that post was put up and it tied in with something else I had already heard about ayahuasca. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was just some psychedelic drug. I did drugs in my younger years. I don't need that these days. I really need some help. But then Wayne Dyer in this short clip was telling me, listen, this is not a drug. It's a powerful medicine that can really help people heal on an emotional level. And that's when everything really clicked for me. And at that point, I just knew I I was just online researching everything I could about it, 24 hours a day. And then the main message that was coming back every time was that this is the most powerful medicine on the planet for healing emotional issues. And then within a week, I found myself in a small cottage in Holland with two beautiful strangers who guided me on my first ayahuasca journey to delve deep into the psyche and what was really going on there. Oh, beautiful. Your journey to discovering ayahuasca, very similar to mine, where all the signs, all the signs in the universe were pointing towards something that would help essentially bridge the gap between your analytical mind 
and the spiritual world, really. At least that's how it was for me, but it sounds very similar to you as well. And um, I'm curious. So you went and did this um, retreat, I, I would imagine, in, in Holland. How was the impact of your first session with ayahuasca? Has it given you what you you thought you would get out of it or probably more, much more? Yeah, so it, so it was over two days. I arrived on the Friday and that was to be my first journey with the medicine. So we did the ceremony and that, that was, it was a nice introduction into the whole experience. And for any of your listeners who, who are maybe not aware of it, just ayahuasca is a, an Amazonian plant medicine that takes you on this deep spiritual journey within your own psyche. It shows you what you really can't see about yourself. You obviously know all about this, Constantine, but just to give people a, a, a bit of a backdrop. So I went on that journey within and I was getting all of these important lessons that was teaching me about myself. I was getting these nuggets, but there was no big groundbreaking thing. But there was to be a, a session the following day and we were out a walk during the day with the, the guides and I just had this feeling within my stomach that tonight isn't going to be quite as easy. I've, I just had this really tight feeling in my stomach that this is going to be a rough ride tonight. And I started <laughs> saying to them, or telling them how I was feeling, and I'm, I'm a bit worried about how this is going to go, and I just get silence. They never responded. It was almost like, you need to embrace what's going to happen here. So as you'll know, Constantine, when you drink the medicine, you need to go into it with an intention. You need to say what you want to get out of the experience. So for me, the obvious intention was, can you please show me what's really beneath all of this mess of mine where I keep ending up in these situations where I mess up relationships, where I end up in this situation where it's it's just really hurtful and painful. What's causing this? What's going on? So I drank the first cup and then at, later on in the night I had a second cup and it was a really nice experience up until that point where at one point, and this might sound a wee bit out there, but at one point in the night I was almost like cradling myself like my, I was almost like I was cradling, cradling myself as a baby and giving myself love as a baby. It sounds weird, but it was really, really good at the time. Giving myself all of this self-love that obviously wasn't there, that I'd maybe been, I'd missed out on as a child. And then at that point in the night, they said, do you want to drink the third cup? So at that point, I was in this beautiful place. I was like, absolutely, I want more of this. I'm giving myself all of this love give me more, give me more. So I drank the cup and then within about 10 minutes, everything just went really dark. Um, it was terrifying. I had all of this feeling come within me. It was like just the most, it was feelings, it was almost like disgusting negativity. It was, and instantly my body just collapsed and I was purging and then from both ends, they had to carry me into the toilet all of this stuff was coming out the back end. It was coming out the front end, and it was, it was almost like I had I was physically spewing out all of this negativity and self-loathing that had built up over the previous like thirty years, and it was showing. And it, and it took me back to this. I think I was around about seven or eight years old, and it took me back to this experience where it showed me beating myself up. Um, uh, Powerful stuff, Mark. Take take your time. I know these these are very powerful transformations. 
I've been there so, myself. Sorry, I, I didn't even expect that. <laughs> I didn't no, no, expect that. Okay. It was, don't, it was... don't have to apologize. It's, it, yeah. it is powerful and I can feel it. Like as you're telling the story, I'm getting goosebumps because for those listening, I've been there. I've seen people transform in front of my eyes that I cannot explain with my mathematics, computer science, engineering background. I cannot simply not. And mm-hmm. I've seen my own transformation. And now I'm listening to you and I can feel the emotion. I can feel everything in it, Mark. So take your time, yeah. please. Yeah, so, so sorry about that. It's just, it was the single most powerful experience of my life. And what it basically showed me was that I had I had been, I had all this self-loathing. I had been telling myself I wasn't good enough. I wouldn't amount to anything. You're, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of love. All this stuff. And it, sh- and it, it showed me that child that was hurting. <clears throat> and then it was like we're letting go of this now <clears throat> and i was <laughs> and here comes the funny bit on top of it i was on that toilet pan for like two hours what felt like the river thames in london came out of my rear it made <laughs> it made no sense how much of this disgusting liquid was coming out of me it was like but it was almost like that was a representation of all of that negative emotion within me that was coming out and it was coming out physically through purging through my mouth and then also through this diarrhea. I was in there literally for like two hours and at the end of that experience, one of my guides came and he opened the door um, and he just hugged me. (laughs) It was was so, so powerful. And he's like, it's it's over now. So, so powerful. and at the end of it, when I looked at the clock, it had actually been a six-hour journey. It was a six-hour journey that night with the medicine. Um, and the next day, I just felt transformed. I was just like a new human, and I, I felt like I felt so light. I felt like I was just this whole new person. I had this enthusiasm for life. I was like, I'm, I just felt like I wasn't going to get in my own way anymore. Um, so hard to put, so hard to put into words. I obviously got a wee bit emotional there, telling it. Um, it was the first time really I've properly revisited it, telling you it right now, and I hope it was um your your listeners can at least understand it because it became a wee a wee bit overwhelming there. Oh, Mark, I really appreciate you being so vulnerable and authentic there, and thank you for sharing with everything you said. And I know the power of the medicine. It's important to note for those listening that may not be familiar. I cover ayahuasca in a few episodes here and I talk to different people. But for those that are new, it's not a medicine for everyone. But for those that get called to it, for those that get to see with it, it can be a journey like yours, right? Where it can get more difficult. And there is purging involved, right? Like you explained, which is from my understanding in talking to the shamans, traditional shamans in Ecuador, where I was, and the people at the retreat, it's all that negative energy, all that energy that you don't need exiting your body, right? Because you're getting cleansed, which is, Mark, what sounds like you've experienced, right? Almost like a cleansing, all the negative, yeah. everything that you yeah. built up, getting eliminated and giving you a fresh start, so to speak. And I had similar experiences, maybe not quite to that level, but I've seen so many other people go through heavier purging and then be almost like reborn the next day. And that's so mm-hmm. powerful to witness, right? Because... We can talk about this all day, right? You can feel the emotion Mark has in his storytelling there. But until you experience something like this, if it's for you, it's very hard to <laughs> to wrap your head around it because it's not mainstream. No one really talks about it in the news or social media because it's all likely 
bringing positivity and we know that negativity sells a lot better so mm -hmm. yeah. i wanted to preface with that but mark thank you so much and let me ask you this you went on this journey you were transformed the next day how did it change your life from that point on massively massively in terms of my own perspective of myself i didn't realize how much the the mind how, how much my mental chatter had had really directed my life how much negativity was actually in there it gave me this whole new level of self-awareness where i was able to stop and say hey, oh, wait a minute this is this is not treating yourself nicely you're not speaking to yourself in the way you should there's not a, there's not a lot of love here and that that's one part one key part of the story that i missed out there a big big message that came through at the end of that journey there was, I just kept, I almost kind of went into this trance state where I was repeating to myself, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. And I was repeating it. I must have sat there for like half an hour repeating it in this trance state after I had gone through all of that purging. It was almost like it was burning into my mind. The most important thing for you in your life to have success in any area of your life. And I think this applies to everyone. Any listener listening to this right now is we need to be kinder to ourselves we really do and that alone was so transformational for me yes mark i love that you you went there with that message and in the work i do outside of my professional life when i when i work with people coaching mentoring that's a big big element that comes up all the time we are always not always but most of the time so hard on ourselves and always look at perfection for whatever it is that we do and don't realize that we can stop for a second and celebrate all the good things we've done and stop beating ourselves up. And it's it obviously, you know, I'm making it sound easy, but it's not easy like you've mentioned as well. However, it's definitely something to absolutely look at. And the mantra you are repeating, be kind to yourself. I mean, that's how everything starts when you want to rewire your brain, right? You first eliminate the negative stuff, but then you have to replace it with something positive. And it sounds to me like what you went through was the elimination and then the replacement of whatever you eliminated with this positivity, which brought you to where you are today. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And the the ayahuasca is so, so powerful. But like you say, it's not. it doesn't mean it is for everyone. People are very intrigued by it. They seem attracted to the whole color of the psychedelic element of it. But I'll be honest, it was a crisis point for me. I really needed it. And it was not an, an experience. That second journey was not an experience I would ever want to go through again. It was hard, hard work. And but at the same time, going into that darkness and letting go of all of that was so transformational to the point where I come home and as you know, my I'm professionally a journalist and I thought, this is so powerful. I can only imagine if this is what I went through, there's got to be so many more powerful stories than mine out there in the world. And I then set upon this journey over the next year of tracking down people at retreats who've had these life transformational experiences. And I interviewed them and I pulled all of these amazing stories together in a, a book. And I wrote a book about it called The Healing Power of Ayahuasca, um, which almost was like a bit of a... Uh, a, th a thank you for me. It was just to put something back out there, just to share all of these other stories so that maybe someone else could pick up the book and, and really resonate with some of those stories in there and maybe plant a seed for them further down the line. Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely. And we'll put the, the links to the book as well in the show notes because it's something I would be interested into, into learning more. Because just like you, when I got called to ayahuasca, to mother ayahuasca, I did so much research. 
watching videos, podcast, listening to podcasts, right, reading books, browsing the internet. And one piece that was missing for me, despite the thousands of hours of research I did, was the importance of integration. So the idea that, of course, the hard work actually starts after the medicine is done, even though the, the journey itself could be difficult. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how your integration went and if you've seen a, a similar theme in the people you interviewed and also um, the guides you talked to or the shamans you've talked to. How big was integration for you taking all those lessons and applying them to your life over the coming months and years? Yeah, it's, it's a really good point you make. Integration is massive. I Fortunately for me, those that couple who guided me in Holland, they, they kept in touch with me like every week for months afterwards. They really checked in on me and my progress and they were guiding me through as I began to unpack everything and as other things began to make sense as you got as you went further down the line because you don't you don't learn everything on that one journey. It all starts to to piece together once you go further down the line. So yeah. it's almost like when you go back into the world, it's then how are you then going to apply what you've learned? How are you going to change? Because it's all well and good getting all of these pieces of wisdom it's all well and good going through the, those tough times, but you do then actually have to change your behavior. You do have to change how you treat yourself, how you treat other people. You have to put it into practice. And that was a daily thing for me. I was always catching myself when I was going back into to old patterns and trying to work in changing things. And that ultimately led me realizing to, wait a minute, there is still a bit more work that needs to be done. And over the next two or three years, I had another five ceremonies, uh, a, a different retreat in Spain this time. When I was interviewing a, a woman for my book, her name's Veronica Pula. She's a beautiful human who runs a retreat called Amoraleza in Spain. As she was describing the place to me, they have a, a retreat out in the, the mountains. Um, it's in the middle of nowhere and it's it's on this like kind of sacred land in Spain where they've been doing ceremonies for like 50, 60 years. As she described that to me, I just felt this pull towards it. And then within a year, I was there doing more work, working on other layers. And I, I, like I say, as you go through, you, st you start uncovering some other issues that, that maybe lead on from the initial issue you picked up. And I'll then take that into the ceremony as well, work on that, and then gradually build yourself up to becoming a, a stronger, healthier, more complete version of yourself. I suppose more authentic version of yourself. Awesome. That's that's beautiful. And before we dive into that a bit more, let me ask you this. How has your journey with ayahuasca and of course the work you've done after helped you in two areas, relationships and your gut health? Because I would imagine mm. it had quite a big impact on both of those areas. Well, firstly, I, I can say I am now a, a proud dad. We I'm in a relationship with a girl who I've been friends with for like 25 years and just in a strange, strange situation. Actually, when I was in my last retreat in Spain in 2020, her and I were texting and there was just this connection that just really grew. And when I got back home, I just felt something growing between her and I, again, who had just been friends. We've now been together three years. We've got a beautiful baby boy. Everything in life is amazing. I could not, Congratulations. Ask, for, I could not ask for any more. And in terms of my gut health, as I mentioned earlier, stress plays a massive part in your gut health, which is not widely acknowledged, but it plays a massive part because when we are going through stress, whether it's mental stress, all this underlying emotional stress, it triggers 
the release of cortisol in the body, the stress hormone, which then, if there's a, an over an overproduction of cortisol, you've then got inflammation in the body, and then chronic inflammation leads to disease. So when you remove that emotional element, which is triggering all the cortisol and all the stress, when you take that out of the picture, you're a lot more balanced. You are dealing with less flare-ups because you're in a much more mentally and emotionally balanced state. So it contributes. It's a big part of the puzzle. But then also there were other elements as well where I I detoxed my body, I changed nutritional habits, and I employed all of these different factors to essentially reverse both IBS. And then later, further down the line, I was also diagnosed with with ulcerative colitis. But I've been... Mm. I overcame that as well, and I've been medication-free now for five years. Wow, beautiful stuff. Well, congratulations on both fronts. I mean, that's amazing to hear, Mark. And, of course, you started the journey back in 2010, right? So it's, yeah. like you said, it's been quite a journey to get to where you are today and involved much research and trying on yourself. What, Like, if you were to talk to someone that's going through some of this right now, either IBS or any gut issues or a relationship issue, what would you tell them to start looking at first if they were to pick one thing that they could potentially make the biggest impact in the short amount of time okay i think the first key message i would give anyone who's dealing with ibs or any digestive disorder is that it is that it's not just one thing a lot of people think this is just a physical issue our health our health has so many different facets just like we've covered in this episode we have emotional health or mental health, physical health or spiritual health. Now, when all of these are out of kilter, they're out of whack, it is going to result in physical symptoms. And your physical symptoms are not necessarily just a result of you being the unlucky person who's just been diagnosed with this disease. It's it's in my genes or I'm just unlucky with or it's the foods I'm eating. It's very often there's a lot more to look at. It's all of these different elements. I have written a book now called More Than a Gut Feeling where I dive a lot deeper into all of that. That book's on Amazon, but I'm not even trying to sell anyone on my book here. Honestly, I'm not. On my website, I give away a book as well. It's called Gut Rescue, and it dives into all of this. It dives. It's called The Five Pillars to Successfully reversing IBS and ulcerative colitis and it dives into all of those elements there so there's there's the 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 emotional aspect there's the nutritional there's the detoxification there's the dealing with stress all of that is in there within that book it's a free book on my website and I'll, I'll if you don't mind I'll send you the link afterwards if yes, anyone please, yeah. if anyone wants to download that free book which would give them a good overview of all of this and give them a great place to start yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I know on um, your profile, you had the information how about two thirds of adults in North America, at least, are suffering from some sort of gut issue. And honestly, I don't think I've met anyone that doesn't know at least someone else is suffering with a bit of a gut issue that's not necessarily curable. And you just take pills to subside the symptoms to some degree, but still you're uncomfortable and have pain throughout your life. In fact, my brother has been suffering from gut issues for most of his life. And, you know, when stress goes up, the issues go up as far as I know, right? So we know that there's more going on than just the physical element. And I know you and I were chatting, I think, 
um, back a, a month ago or so before we booked this about an episode that I had on my podcast with Dr. Le- uh, Richard Leach. And he believes and what he, he talks about and teaches is that everything has a purpose and a reason. So anything in your health has a spiritual purpose and a reason, meaning that, that's, uh, like you said, you were on a wrong path. And let's say the universe, God, your higher self, whatever one believes in, was trying to send you messages and say, hey, Mark, you took a left turn, but you should have taken a right turn. And it's essentially guiding you in the right place. And once you align yourself with what, let's call it your purpose or your mission or whatever you want to believe in, then some of these health issues go and subside because you're dealing with what the root causes versus just the symptoms. And it sounds to me like that's a lot of what you did, right? You went and looked, what's the root cause, what's the root cause? And it wasn't easy to find because no one teaches you this in school, right? In society, no one trains you. No one really guides the way um, in those tough conversations. But now there are people like yourself that have written books that have helped people or help people and others that one can reach out to and say, hey, you know, I, I know you went through that. Can you guide me to go through mine? And every journey is different, but it doesn't mean we have to do it alone. Yeah, I agree with every word you said there. And you made a really good point at the beginning there. It's two thirds of the American population are, are, are dealing with either at least one or more digestive diseases. And also, it's the number one reason for hospitalization in the US is people dealing with digestive issues. Now, when you go to your doctor, it's highly likely you're going to just be prescribed pharmaceuticals. They're just going to look at it as a physical issue and you'll be given some sort of drug. And perhaps they might say to you, try like the low FODMAP diet, which helps some people with IBS. But the system is broken. The healthcare system in a Western medical world is broken. It's amazing if you break your leg. It's fantastic if you're in a, a car accident. They can. We've got these amazing people. They can do amazing surgeries and really help us at a really difficult time when it's an acute situation. But when it comes to chronic health issues like digestive disorders, IBS, ulcerative colitis, all of these gut issues, the healthcare system fails because it only treats the symptoms and it never tries to get to the root causes of what, what what's at the root of these in the first place. And we've, 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 we've touched upon those, those here. So we've got the, the mental element. We've, we've got, we've even got environmental toxicity, which is a big thing these days. We're in this 21st century world where we are being bombarded with toxins from all angles and our shampoos and our, and the, the car fumes outside and scented candles. It's in our food, it's in our drink. Our bodies are being bombarded with chemicals, toxic heavy metals. We need to get on top of that and, and really cleanse our body from the insides as well, just like we, we would clean our face every day or wash our hair. We really need to, to pay attention to that as well. It's just the world we're in these days is actually quite toxic and we need to pay more attention to help clean ourselves out from the inside. Oh, some powerful stuff that I want to touch on. I want I want to bring you back to the medical field just for a second before we go into these toxins and what you have found that may or may not help um, with cleansing around us. Because I know you mentioned you did quite a few cleanses yourself. Now, with the medical field, I agree with everything you said, right? To me, it makes sense why it is the way it is both from the sense of, you know, pharmaceuticals or pharmacies or whoever is behind that they want to make money first, right? And help people, right? Some have good causes, some don't, it's irrelevant. But what it makes sense the most to me is that look at what you had to do to uncover the root cause and fix it and go through it. I mean, can we imagine a doctor trying to help with that? Like how are they not trained in the emotional field? They're not really trained in the mental, the spiritual side of it. How would you bring all of them together? So to me, it kind of makes sense that, hey, 
you know, you go there, they try to do physically, like you said, like a break of your leg or like you've been in a car accident, but really it gets much deeper than that, but they don't have the training nor the time to do anything about it. That's an amazing point you make because you've got to remember when we go to the doctor's appointment, we've only got like a 10 or 15 minute consultation. You're very limited in what you can under in what you can un- uncover in that conversation. So I never criticize doctors. They are doing the best they can with, within a broken system. The system needs updated. And what's Really worth noting as well, the general public don't realise that doctors go through like five or six years of medical school training and within that, they get less than 24 hours of tuition on nutrition. Less than 24 hours. It's all based on sickness, disease and pharmaceuticals to treat it. Yet we all know that nutrition is massive when it comes to your health these days. And here's an important message which I share in my books and and I basically tell anyone who is facing any digestive disorder. Your doctor may not be able to heal you. They might only have a limited amount of time with you, but you have so much more that you can do for yourself. There are so many alternative health options out there. The world's full of them. We have so many different things we can do and you have all the time in the world for your own health. You don't have 15 minutes You have 24 hours in every day and if you're really struggling with your health and you dive right into it and you commit to getting better again, the universe will help you. It will come along with you and it will give you the signs. The right books will pop up, the right people will appear and if you've got the faith, you can get well again. I love that message, Mark. So, so good. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Let's, uh, before we wrap up today, because I'm seeing we're getting close to the hour here, let's talk a bit about the cleansing aspect of it. Like you said, you know, there's all these things around us. What are some of the top things you've discovered as a journalist and doing all this beautiful research? And what are some changes you've made in your life as a result? Yeah. One, I spoke earlier about all of these different pieces of the puzzle I got. So it was (laughs) important to realize that stress was a huge factor. Nutritional deficiencies was a huge factor. One of the final pieces of the puzzle that I got, which was very, very important, came around 2017, 2018. And that's when I learned about toxic heavy metals in our environment. I had no clue what this even meant up until that point. But again, this is funny because I was listening to another podcast and it was with a it was with a highly respected doctor called Dr. Mark Hyman. He's a New York Times bestseller, multiple books, New York Times bestselling author, a holistic health practitioner. And he said that in the majority of the cases where he's dealing with patients with chronic health issues, he finds that they're dealing with toxic heavy metals in their body. Elevated levels of things like mercury, lead, arsenic, all these things getting within the body, interfering with the cells and then leading to these nutritional deficiencies that further down the line lead to disease. So that was that really clicked for me and having done all sorts of different tests. I at one point I sent to a lab in LA uh, blood work and I got results back which showed I had elevated very high levels of mercury in my body. And mercury is one of the most toxic substance substances known to man. Interferes with the, the functioning of the brain. It gets lodged in your, your organs, your liver, your digestive system. It's really bad news for your health. So I knew that I had to find a way to to really clear out these toxic heavy metals in my body. And one of the main sources for me was the metal fillings that were in my mouth. 
So people have these, what are known as silver fillings, but when you do your research, they only contain like 10% silver. They're actually 50% mercury. And it sounds insane that this is even allowed in, in this 21st century world. There are many countries that are now banning mercury, but unfortunately the US and the UK are just lagging behind. But there's an organization called the World Alliance for Mercury-Free Dentistry, and they're campaigning globally to have it eradicated from all um, dentistry uses. And I think by around 2030, that's a target date where it will stop being used. But there are many people around the world who have got these in their teeth. And what's essentially happening is it's leaching small amounts of mercury, uh, of mercury vapour that's going within your body and it's then accumulating in your cells. Now that leads to a lot of health issues. And for me, I had those four of those, five of those heavy metal fillings in my mouth for 25 years. So you can only imagine the amount that builds up within the body. Now, I'm, I'm, I just have to make one important point here before anyone goes to rush to the dentist to try and pull these things out. Please don't. You have to be you have to be careful with this because it's such a toxic substance. They have to be pulled out by a specially trained dentist, a biological dentist who use special um they use a different a, a different technique to pull it out safely because if you swallow this it could cause serious, serious health consequences. So please, please make sure that you, you research having them removed safely if that's something you, you, you do want to do. Um, but going back to that, I realized that I had to cleanse the body of this heavy heavy metal toxicity. I came across a, a health guru in America called Medical Medium, Anthony William, who's been a big influence in my life. And he's huge on detoxifying the body and doing it in a safe, natural way. And he introduced what's known as a, a heavy metal detox smoothie, which you can find on his website. Um, and I started drinking that over a maybe a, a six-month to nine-month period. In addition to something else he recommends, which is celery juice, freshly pressed celery juice. You drink a pint of that in the morning. Then later on, the, the heavy metal detox smoothie I did that for over the, the course of a year and it really helped my health big time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So impressive stuff there, Marita. I was not even aware of. How would one even go about finding uh, that they have those metal fillings with the mercury? I guess you, your dentist would probably know, but that's the first thought that comes to mind is like, how do I mean, I have fillings. How do I know which type they are? So the thing is, there, there are different types of fillings. So you, the metal ones are clear to see. Those are the darker ones. And then there's also white composite, which are just the white clearer ones, which most dentists actually use these days, but some still use the, the, the mercury ones, the, the silver fillings. What I did is I went to a biological dentist and they, what I can do is I can send you a link to, it's basically a global list of these biological dentists where you can find one within your own city. So yeah. after this, I'll send you a link to that. Yeah, like um, what I was asking, Mark, is you can send me links to all the stuff we talked about, yes. and then I'll put them in here for people to find right away. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. That'll be really helpful. So that'll point people in the right direction. But certainly just by looking, the ones which are dark have mercury within them, and the white ones are the white composite. They're the ones which are better for your health. I had the metal ones replaced with the white composite. Makes sense. Wow, Mark. 
I mean, we could talk for days here. So much to <laughs> learn and unpack. Thank you so much for being so kind and, and sharing your story with so much authenticity and vulnerability there. And let me ask you this before I let you go for today, right? Hey, where can people find you if they want to chat with you or find your books? Like you said, you said you have a website. We'll put those in the show notes, but tell people where they can find you. Okay, thanks. So I, I'm i now a health and wellness journalist. I've written a few books now, but I also recently launched a podcast this year called For Gut's Sake. And that's essentially, the main mission of that is just to share these positive stories of people like me who have healed our gut in various different ways because the way I did it is not the only way that it's done. There are many natural ways that people can heal their digestive system. And I want to just share all of that information with people so that they can find the way that suits them. What I did might not be the way they want to do it, but there are many other different ways. And I want to share all of that because I often think of the person, the young guy or woman who's going to their dentist, uh, sorry, going to their doctor and getting that diagnosis like I did back then and feeling helpless, feeling hopeless and feeling like they're stuck with this disease for the rest of their lives and thinking that there's not much they can do when, when actually there is. There are many steps you can take. So my podcast, for God's sake, is to to spread that positive information. And my website is www.forgutsake.org. And that's got all the episodes and it's got blog posts on there as well. And it's just to, to share the information, share the love, and hopefully all help lift each other up a wee bit. What a beautiful message, Mark. I want to thank you so, so much for for your time today. Before I let you go, though, the second part to my earlier question was, is there anything else that comes up that you'd like to share that we haven't touched on today? I think it just goes back to the message I shared earlier that I believe that these crises that we experience in life and we all experience them. I'm not bleating here with my stories. If I'm someone special, there are people who go through a lot worse than I did in my life. And ultimately, my dad came back into my life and we had a, a loving relationship for many, many years and it, it, it was beautiful in the end. So I cannot complain about what I went through, but there are many people who go through crises and they think in that moment that life is bleak, life is tough and they don't know where to go from there. But just flip flip the switch change your perspective and realize that this is an opportunity for you to move up to the next level in your life you might not feel it in this moment but just ask yourself the question what am I being asked here why is this coming up what do I have to do differently to go to that next level in my life and maybe one or two years down the line you'll look back reflect on it and think that was actually one of the best things that could have happened to me. Mark, love that message, right? There's always two sides to every coin. There's a positive and a negative. And that's how I see everything that happens in our life. And some of us navigate life looking at the dark side only, and some of us look at both sides. And the people that are truly successful in every area of life, health, relationships, whatnot, they usually look at the positive side and, and try to implement that. So thank you for those beautiful messages and everything you've shared today. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you and keep up the awesome work with your podcast. I love it. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us on this exploration of personal transformation. Your presence and engagement are at the heart of what we do. And I sincerely appreciate you, your time and thirst for knowledge, inspiration and empowerment. Please consider showing your support by hitting like, subscribe, leaving a comment or writing a review. Your engagement not only fuels our mission, 
but also helps others discover these insights. For more daily guidance on personal transformation across the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical realms, be sure to visit our website at unleashthyself.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Unleash Thyself Today, TikTok and YouTube at Unleash Thyself, and there we post daily content designed to inspire and empower you on your journey. If you have any specific thoughts, questions, or feedback, I truly value your input. Or if you'd like to have a conversation with me, or work with me, please feel free to email me directly at constantine at unleashthyself.com. I would love to hear from you. Together, we're building a community united in authenticity and purpose. Once again, thank you for being a part of this movement. Until next time, continue to embrace your true self and live a life on purpose with purpose. See you in the next episode.